Welcome to the mark, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode seven. Today we are going to be marking out about uh, Survivor Series. I've got some special guests here today, and we're going to go through the show and a couple other wrestling things as well, Ring of Honor and War Games. But before we do that, if you want to get in touch, go to social media platform, Twitter and Patreon and Instagram, all on the mark. Throw some money in the pot for. Uh, Patreon, and you'll pay for all the good food that my lovely girlfriend is cooking today for me, Zach, and DJ. And as I said, I have two friends with me, Zach and DJ. Say hi, guys. Hey, what's hey, up? My, so name hey. is, so my name is Zach. I'm DJ. So we are going to go through Ring of Honor, the War Games, and Survivor Series tonight. Funny story, we guys actually met at a wrestling show a couple of months ago, and I've been trying to get them on the show for a while. We thought tonight would be a good time to... To hang out and uh, talk about our wrestling opinions. Yes. So uh, the other week we went to Ring of Honor, and um, where was it now? Live uh, Express Live. Right? Express Live. Yes. Um, and uh, we all had different experiences there. Zach's kind of our experienced guy when it comes to Ring of Honor. Yes. So, so Zach, compared to the others, how how was that? I thought it was good compared to the others. It, but it was one of those things for me where when I first started going to the ROH shows, it was. That one topped the last one I was at. And that one topped the last one I was at. And even though it was a good show, I didn't get that same feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, it, I it was definitely the lighter of the shows that I've been to since they've been coming to Columbus. Yeah, I, I felt that too. Because like, the way they did, they kind of split the show into two segments. Because they did their first hour, which is their TV show. Yeah, they and did then, TV taping. Then they gave it to Colt Cabana, who did the booking for the rest of the show. Yes. And the TV taping, in my opinion, sucked. Let me be uh, honest. I, that's that's the whole reason I went was because Colt Cabana was yeah. hosting the show. I uh, I paid I paid zero attention. Yeah. To the TV taping, like I I really did, and to be honest, I haven't watched ROH TV mm-hmm. in, in a while. Um, yeah. So I paid zero attention to the TV taping, and I genuinely don't like saying things like that because I don't like feeling like, you know, I'm being, you know, disrespectful in any type yeah. of way to the to the talent because I know they all work hard, but it didn't. The TV taping it didn't grip me. Maybe the Mark Haskins bully Ray stuff got me a little bit. But that's about it. That's only because we got a piece on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we so, each got a piece. <laughs> so, so Bully Ray, who most of you probably would know better as Bubba Ray Dudley. Yes. From the Dudley Boys in the Attitude Era. He is um, not only contracted to Ring of Honor, but also the head booker right now, right? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Is he still the enforcer, technically? I think so. I think so. And... Uh... Um, but I know, I think he works in office now, yeah, too, so I think yeah. you're right. Um, but they did a segment with Mark Haskins, where Haskins came out and was like, I want to stop the guy di- disrespecting my family. And Bubba Ray came out and put him through a table. So, yeah, so, Flip, Flip Gordon came out and yeah. got paid to help bully out right. a little bit. So I, uh, I marked out huge, because I know he's now Bully Ray, and he's not been Bubba Ray for years, but in my eyes, I saw Bubba Ray Dudley put someone through a table. See, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Which but, uh, is like childhood. But, yeah, it's still cool. <laughs> this, is, this is where it's going to be kind of weird for me to say. Um, I wouldn't really consider it my, wa- my way a mark out. 
Yeah. Um, because I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand why it is that for you. Yeah. Um, I, I mark out more for people that we don't get to see maybe in around these parts often. Like, yeah. you know, you said Bully Ray, who's well-traveled, and I've seen in this area a few times. But I'm talking about people more like a Mark Haskins or a Bandito or yeah. just people we don't regularly get to see. Yeah, and that you know was, I mean? again, I, I'm not a big Ring of Honor guy. I don't yeah, know yeah, a lot yeah. about Ring of Honor. We'll talk about the future of Ring of Honor in a minute. Oh, uh, yeah. But I will say that after that first hour, and when Colt Cabana took over, that's yes. when the show picked up. Oh, yeah. Yes, because it really it, picked because up. Because they weren't... Colt in charge was, they it was weren't, great. They weren't beholden to TV... Um, yeah. Considerations and sponsor yeah. considerations, <laughs> and became an indie show. Oh yeah, and yeah. we we had what I have to say is the funniest match I think I've ever seen, which was delirious. Oh, the match, yeah. And it was El Jefe Cabo and El Verdisto. Yeah, villain something. But and it was it was a loser must de mask match. Uh huh. And so. They came out, Delirious came out first, and then Mini Delirious came it, out. Mini, Mini, uh, Mini Delirious had, um, his name... Swoggle. <laughs> written on, on, his, on his hand. And Colt was pointing at him all the time. He was, like, shaking his hand, like, no, don't, don't react to that. Yeah. And, uh, it turned out that it was, it was a fun match. Oh, it yeah, was, real fun. It was, for those of you know, Horn Swoggle is, um, is a mini guy, a small guy. Small person, he likes to call himself, yeah. and um, such a well-worked match, so funny. You had El Jefe Cobb, who was Jeff Cobb, and El Vidalista was Martin Skrull. And it was kind of fun, but I wanted to see Martin Skrull ref- wrestle, and we got to see Martin Skrull pretend to be someone else. Yeah, and the, match, the match was originally supposed to be El Lethal. Yeah. So it was he supposed was injured, to be Jay so. Lethal, can, but he got hurt. Can, yeah. I, can I also mention that the mask... That the mask that Marty Scroll used was a Matt Classic mask, yeah. which is an alter ego of Colt Cabana. To Colt Cabana. Ah, okay. I did not that's know why. That. That's why you, because you know how uh, Cabana he had the live mic. Yeah. And one of the first things he said was that mask looks familiar. Oh, you know, I, so, I didn't yeah. catch that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, was, that was awesome. So. One one thing, Ring of Honor has. I don't know if it's Bubba Ray's booking or. Or the the fact that AEW and WWE are buying everyone, losing all their top talent. But is Ring of Honor doomed, or or do you think it can be saved at this point? I think it can be saved if they get the right people in there. Right now, they're just pulling like with a guy Dan Housing. Yeah, like he was just a regular guy that they bring in. He got a great pop because everybody was there to have a good time, mm. but. On the big stage, not somebody I could see getting the job done. And they are in the risk of losing Marty in the ne- next few weeks. But what's what's killing it? What are, what are they doing that's different to, say, uh, Impact, who I, are now I, on a very sharp rise up? I, I, yeah. That's no. killing it. That, that, mean, saw... I'll be honest. I know the topic's Ring of Honor right now, but I'm just saying for another time, Impact is something I can talk all day oh, long. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm the, very the, proud of the that. The difference between Impact and Ring of Honor at this point is Sinclair Broadcasting has given up on Ring of Honor. Yeah. 
Anthem has not given up on Impact, and they're continuing to invest help. Yeah, with access and everything. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing: I, the fan in me, wants to believe that Ring of Honor can be saved and Ring of Honor will be okay. But at the same time, you only have so many uh, mm. athletes. Sorry, who you can truly rely on. You have Jay Lethal, who I think is a ROH guy through and through. Mm-hmm. You have the Briscoes, who are ROH guys through and through. Um, but then we were saying that about the Young Ma- Bucks and, Ma- Ma- and Ma- Cody and that uh, back Ma- in the day. You know? Ma- Mandy is someone I could see women's-wise being ROH through and through. So you got, you got people you can rely on, but I just, at the end of the day, I don't think it's enough talent-wise. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a booking issue. I think mm-hmm. it's more of an affordability issue. Yeah. I know, think they're screwing which themselves. Which will affect your talent. And Big, fi- firing their women's champion. Yeah, that's help. exactly yes. what I was about to say. <laughs> yes. Firing your women's champion. <laughs> no. At, and she still has the belt. And she still has to come and work for you to drop the belt. And telling her, oh yeah, well we're not going to re-sign you. Yeah. yeah that's like, a bad move. Like right? that, oh, but but, but uh, BJ pointed out in a tweet. BJ Whitmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pointed out and... I, I'm the reason why I'm bringing this up is because Impact kind of did a similar thing to Allie. Yeah, you know, telling someone you're not re-signing them and firing them, at least in this business, same thing. You right. know, so to go to someone who is your women's world champion and tell them, yeah, we're not re-signing you. You, you just fought. You just fired her, and why? Yeah. That's a bigger question. Why? You had enough I, I faith to put the belt on I, her. Twice. You don't... You, I mean, what she's saying, there's enough bad publicity going on with Ring of Honor right now anyway that they don't need to create more. Yeah. Which is what they're doing. Which, but that, that's the thing. That's the thing. I, uh, me, personally, I don't get why companies get so upset when yeah. talent are being honest. Yeah. They're being honest. You know... Uh, what what Kelly's saying about Ring of Honor right now? She's being honest. There's been talent in WWE that's you know you could say shot on the company. And they're just, <laughs> they're just being honest. Honest. <laughs> they yeah. they're just being honest. Yeah. Like you know, and, and, dude, this is one of the things. Pro wrestling right now, especially working for companies who look at themselves that way. Mm-hmm. I apologize for going on a little bit of a rant. <laughs> it's like being in school. And you get in trouble, and you gotta go to the principal's office. And I don't, I, I don't, don't feel that yeah. works in the workplace. I don't. No, it doesn't. I don't. I don't dig it, bro. I really don't. Well, I I hope Ring of Honor can put it back. There was a point where I thought they would be the number two company in the in the world, or in America at least. When Impact was on their down and out, this was before Don Callis took over, and yeah, Don and, and Scott, they had yeah. the Young Bucks, they had Cody, they had the Elite, you know. Yeah. And then. It, you know, AEW came around, and it's crazy just to bring it up. Like the a few years ago, Impact wasn't even considered for one of the top companies, and now it's solid yeah. top three. I even know. if it's number three, it's a solid number three. Well, they're doing they're doing some of the best best angles in yes. wrestling right now. Yes, without With a doubt. Whole, the whole mixed match. Um, sorry, cut, um, uh, intergender stuff. Oh yeah, people are. They're people the only that one up. that's doing it on television right now. People were people were eating that up, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, the fan in me hopes ROH will be okay. But I don't. At the end of the day, dude, I tr- I truly don't know. 
Well, speaking of up and coming talent, that moves us on to NXT. Really <laughs> nice. Uh, the developmental group. <laughs> the developmental group, or is it? They don't want to be called that anymore. Do Again, they? it's something we'll get into here in a few oh, minutes. I'm sure. So last night was NXT War Games. We've all got a chance to, to watch it. And we're not going to go through every match because there's so much to talk about. But we yes. are going to go through the. Um, just briefly touch on the women's match as that was their first. WWE yes. like their first ever their women's first stuff. Ever, yeah. So it was their first um, women's triple, um, not triple threat, um, war games. War games match. The men's war games match, which is very important to talk about, leading into Survivor Series yes. and also um, the men's triple threat for the um, number one contendership yes. title happening tonight. Yes. So let's start. Let's 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 go on ladies first. Let's start with the ladies. Uh, what do you guys think of that? I loved it. I loved it. And uh, I'll say that a million times over. Yeah. I absolutely enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than the men's. I I absolutely enjoyed that match. I thought all the competitors brought out everything they could, at mm-hmm. least the six of them that were in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say this now, and I'll probably say it a few other times. Um, Candice is probably my favorite women's <laughs> wrestler out in general, it's been that way the last couple of years now. So if Candace is on any team, no one can tell me different. That team is automatically awesome. So well, I'm, I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan, so I have the same sentiments, but for Rhea. Yeah. Um, I will say one of the things I noticed is something I've noticed in the Royal Rumble matches with the women, because it's still fairly fresh. Yeah. And the um, especially this year with their first Elimination Chamber match. Because they have never done a match like that, the females, mm-hmm. and th- there must be a sense of the occasion that's being drilled into them by the WWE propaganda. There's always mm. a sense of nerves. Yes. I didn't sense that last night. No. I felt like they were all ready to go I in there. I felt they and, yeah. all wanted to do a job, and they knew their spots, they knew what yep. to do, and full credit to all of that. I mean, they're all experienced in their own way. Maybe Shayna is... The only person who's more green than the others. So, I'm um, I'm gonna say this real quick if you don't mind. Uh, I brought up earlier wanting to piece on this because of the uh, four women who were in the match who's also on the uh, women's Survivor Series team. But really quick, uh, thoughts on what happened with Dakota Kai? Dakota Kai. See, I'm not invested in those two, so for me it was eh. I don't. I'm not. I don't uh, rate those two very highly. Yeah. I think. Um, I thought the turn is better than Dakota Kai. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I um, thought the turn as a whole was fantastic. I thought. I thought the way they did it and the way they had her ejected from the team, then put back in the team and have a kind of. They didn't over accentuate it. it. It happened rather quickly, which yeah. was good. Yeah. But for me, it didn't leave maybe and. Um, an emotional response as the Finn Balor turn did yeah, three weeks ago. It, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It definitely got an emotional response <laughs> yeah. out of me. But I thought it was also done and I thought it was executed very, very well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to kind of get your thoughts yeah. on it because me personally, I thought it was executed very well and done, you know, okay. thumbs up to that. So... TJ, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, you've been um, awful quiet. You've been quiet so far. It's been all me and Zach. <laughs> I'm waiting on the other things to talk about. Oh, okay. I, I love this match, um, but there's just a lot. 
He he's waiting on the meat and potatoes. He wants yeah, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. All righty. Well, we'll 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 get through to Survivor Series. The next match we're going to discuss from NXT War Games is the triple threat match between I loved Pete Dunne, I loved Dunn, Damian Priest, this. and Killian Dane, uh, who my lovely girlfriend calls Fat Undertaker, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> um, what do you guys think of this match? Again, just real quick, out of the way, I thought this match was fantastic. I, 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 I thought, was. I thought, it was. from I, start to finish, it was and great. This was a match. This was a match. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really know a lot coming into it. Yeah. I knew about the Damian Priest attacking Pete Dunne. I didn't know how Killian Dane got involved. I didn't really I haven't really watched NXT in a couple weeks. Takeover was the first full show I watched in a while. So to um, fill, to fill you in, okay. Damian Priest has kind of had sorry, Killian Dane and Pete Dunne have had issues for a while. Yes. And Damian Priest has kind of had issues with Pete Dunne. Yeah. So it's kind of just merged. Because it was originally going to be Pete Dunne and Damian Priest, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Killian Dane inserted himself in because yeah. of the beef they have. But um, I, I thought it was fantastic. Not a, lot of, not a lot of triple threat matches turn into all three men brawling together. And all getting their... Getting their shit in together. Yeah. Well, WWE, especially on, the, on Raw and SmackDown, I, I really want to try and steer away from the main roster as that's now they're more mainstream, NXT are. But they tend to have a formula where a triple threat match is two people in the ring and one person having a nap on the outside. And they just rotate I, the I person having we, the nap. We, we, we I saw, didn't see a lot of that. No. And we saw it, like, like, prove my point, on Friday we were watching SmackDown and um, it was a women's triple threat. Yeah, it was um, Charlotte, Sasha and, Rhea. Sasha and Rhea. And Rhea was taking a nap on the outside, popped her head up from the ringside. Charlotte rolled off and Rhea just rolled right in. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's like they, uh, they I just switch out. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see a lot of that. I believe these three gelled very well to oh. like that matchup. You know, if you look at it size wise, Pete, you know, he's he's pretty short. Priest is, you know, tall and lanky. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dane, you know, he's there. Um, so I thought stylistically, if you look at them, you're like, well, you know, well, yeah. but man, did they kill it? They absolutely killed it. And we know now that Pete Dunne won that match, but I'm going to tell you, even if it was Killian Dane or Damian Priest, they would have earned it. So let they me, absolutely would have earned so it. So let me ask you, I'm a big Pete Dunne fan. Oh, me too. I, I, me I'm too. waiting for the day Pete Dunne and Samoa Joe do a program together. I think that'll be the best program. Yeah, um, that would be great. But to your point, if it didn't matter who won, was Pete Dunne the right winner? Yeah. Knowing what's happening tonight, was Pete Dunne the right winner? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But by the end of that match and the way they had that crowd and what they were doing, anybody could have won. In and it that moment, okay. in that moment, I don't think it would have mattered. I think today, if you were to ask me that, and mm-hmm. it was a different winner, yeah, I would have said no. So yes, I do believe they got it right. But, the but it, was, it was two heels and a face, and Adam Cole, who he's taking tonight, is a heel. Yes. So face v heel is yes. probably be right. Oh we'll yeah, We'll talk exactly. about that match in just a moment. Um, let's talk about the men's war games match. <laughs> All right. Um, may 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 I start off by saying you something? You can go ahead. Um, without spoiling the end, because with it being your podcast, I want yeah. you to mention it. Um, side note. All eight guys in this match ended up being former Ring of Honor guys. 
What's that? All eight guys in this match, former yeah. ROH guys. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I just wanted to say that because I caught on to that last night. Yeah. I was like, huh, yeah, all ROH. The so. Ring of Honor guys. I mean, it brings us back to our first point. <laughs> yeah, so. About Ring of Honor. Now, I'll let you go. And- so, the match started with um, Roddy Strong and Champa. Yes. Champa being, I love his face Champa. I yeah. think Champa face is brilliant. I know that when they did the Johnny Gargano thing, that made sense. But seeing a guy who's just so rough around rough, the edges, rough around the edges, and so obsessed with that tit- with that yes. title belt, and That's just um, being a leader, you can yeah. see he's a leader. Oh. He just he basically just marched to the ring. Screw this conversation. I'm um, in charge. I'm taking the match. If I can uh, say something, it's yeah. it's kind of a sidetrack, but it's really not. Um, me, the reason why I'm such a big fan of Champa is because during uh, one of my uh, goes to one of our weight shows, I actually got to meet him mm-hmm. and have a decently sized conversation yeah. with him that wasn't just a, hey, how you doing? I'm such and such, you know, whatever. <laughs> it was a decently sized conversation. You know, I got yeah. to tell him a little bit about uh, myself and my story and he, you know, he um, listened and we just talked for a good 10 15 minutes so that's an that's an experience I've always kept with me so when he was you know on on the uh, IR with the neck and yeah and everything you know uh you know so I heard yeah. he's a real he's a real cool guy no, uh, so really the awesome Silas Young's a dick yeah so what they did is um you have four three people in the cage and one person starts so it's a team of four so Yui all came out on the spirit era, all came out at the same time. Yeah, their entrance. Kyle O'Reilly did his air guitar stuff, and then they got in the cage. Adam um, Roddy Strong went down, and then um, only three people, uh, Keith Lee, Champa, and Dijakovic, came out, mm-hmm. and they left the fourth person to the end because of the pop. And you know, there are many speculations about who it could be. I, d- um, I thought G, going into Gargano, it, it was going to be Velveteen. Kevin Owens, even Seth Rollins. Cause uh, some of the angles, and it was Kevin Rollins. It was Kevin Kevin Rollins. Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, I'll Some be real with you. Banks right there. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect that. I was yeah. total. I mean, I know they hinted it on Raw on Monday, and he's been hinting it since yeah. SmackDown's premiere on Fox. But um, I kind of forgot about it. I'll be honest. I kind of forgot about it. It totally caught me off guard because I forgot about it, and I just thought about this too. I really hope I'm not too far away, and they can hear me on this thing. But. Um, yeah, I t- it caught me off guard because I totally was just like, yeah, he's raw now, you know. So I th- I thought it was a great way, it was a great build to it. I don't know if he added anything. Like they had that one spot at the beginning with him and Cole squaring off. No, then, when he got when he got then Owens dropped be- on his head on yeah. the steel, it was like he wasn't in the match. Yeah, anymore. it was like they did it just for the pop, and. You he know, didn't. Yeah, he you didn't know how add anything thinking. to the match. Now yeah. Kevin Owens is on NXT. People are going to tune in for Kevin Owens, and I kind of can understand getting some veterans from yeah, Raw or SmackDown yeah. to um, alumni from Raw or SmackDown to NXT. But to to use a crude fa- phrase, doing that every so often is okay, but mm-hmm. you don't want to blow your load so early. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because it's. They've done it with Finn. They did it with Kevin Owens three weeks later. They can't keep doing that every two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to 
Oh, ratings we're losing AEW. Let's send Seth Rollins down. Let's you know you can't oh. do that all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Last week they no, won I, for I, the first I, time in ratings. Yeah, exactly. I, it's I, the I, end of AEW. I, I agree with <laughs> I agree with you. Um, if I can relate it a little bit back to the women's war games one, what happened with Rhea and Shayna? We yeah. know we know there's going to be a program going there at some point. Yeah, I. Don't f- I feel like it's gonna be more Cole and Tommaso mm-hmm. than I would Cole and Owens? Yeah. So I I understand why you brought him down in retrospect, but I don't really get what Kevin Owens brings to NXT long term. That main event is that. The only thing Cole. that makes sense is them re- re- rebuild the rivalry between him and Finn Balor. Yeah. But that 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 that, that roster is now stacked. Yeah, I didn't think of that. At the top of the card. Oh, yeah. No, no, you've got I, Cole, I. You've got Champa. You've got Owens. But then again, Banner, that's that's Gargano. where Raw and SmackDown failed, is oh, because yeah. they got all the... these guys, and then yeah, you lose sight of majority of yeah, them like, because you want to push these it's guys just one to of those the moon. Things, you know who your next two guys are going to be, yeah. in, in my opinion, being Tommaso and Cole for the next program. And then Cole or whoever and, and Valor, most likely it'll be Champer and Gargano. Yeah, so like oh, Champer and uh, yeah, Cole. So like, yes, uh, he he Bala. he adds a name to your main yeah. event, but like I said, long term, long looking, I don't really see mm-hmm. what Kevin brings to NXT besides yeah. the dude being insanely talented. I'm just talking program wise. I don't. You know, D- DJ brought up Balor, which I didn't even think of, and that'd be cool, but right. I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's too early. <laughs> Maybe. So, speaking of Kevin Owens, it segues very nicely into Survivor Series. Awesome. Um, we're going to start talking with the men's, Survivor, the men's Survivor Series match, which is Raw with Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Ricochet, Randy Orton, and Kevin Owens. However, we now know Kevin Owens has an NXT um, affiliation. So, are we gonna see Kevin Owens come on to the NXT team? I, and who, if he is, and who is gonna be the NXT team, NXT team earlier? Anyway, I, I think I think it's gonna be a replacement deal. I think Kevin Owens will fully be replaced on Team Raw. Yeah, and I think he will join uh, Team NXT. You can't really have him on Team Raw now. He was just on Takeover yeah. last night. Who's gonna so, take over his spot? Because the uh, Andrade. Andrade, Andrade, yeah, yeah, Andrade, that's, that's without that's a doubt. Um, but it's one of those things where, say they didn't, and they kept them on Team Raw, mm-hmm. then the turncoat little spot thing that you're gonna do is obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too. And, but then again, does Kevin Owens go in, be on Team NXT, and say, "Screw you, Triple H," and, and turn, turn turn on Triple H, turn on NXT, <sighs> maybe. Heading up to a Triple H Owens WrestleMania match. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't want to think about that. No, no, no he's just trying to. He's <laughs> no. just trying to get around to get to his pick. I don't want to think. About <laughs> That's that. what he's I don't doing want to over think here. About Owens Triple H. Um, so who's going to be in the NXT team? Who you got? Who do I got? Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm gonna go with Chempa, Dijakovic, Keith Lee, Kevin Owens, Triple H. Who you got? DJ. Yeah, the same team from last night and Triple H. I, I don't want it to be Triple H. I'd rather it be Velveteen. Yeah. But I don't see that happening. If if Velveteen's fit, I'd be all for Velveteen. I still think they're going to get Riddle in. Matt Riddle's got some huge pops on 
Mondays and, and Fridays so far. People would love him. Oh yeah. So no, I, I think he'll he'll be in there, um, too. Um, well, if if they don't use Triple H, Matt Riddle would be Matt, Matt Riddle would be perfect. Yeah. If they don't use Kevin Owens, Matt Riddle would be perfect. I mean, I think so, we might see Triple H ringside and maybe do some shenanigans. Man, but, maybe, um, maybe. But I don't think, I don't think he'll wrestle. He doesn't, shouldn't wrestle. I know he likes to put himself over. Yes. But if this is about the future, not the past, for him, then he needs to practice what he preaches in that, this respect. That'll get yeah. into what I'm gonna say here in a little bit. Alrighty. So, who you got for the win? NXT. 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 I'm gonna go SmackDown. I have a theory that Fox needs SmackDown to go over. They lost everyone last time. It was all Team Raw last time. And my theory back then, and it stands today, is give Raw the entire win last year and give SmackDown all the wins this year. And NXT are going to take the wins. But I look at it as NXT needs the wins because of the point they're trying to prove that they're not developmental talent. Yeah. They want to be equals, so you have to give them some wins. To equal it out. Well, it is it's a yeah. If you if you listen, I mean, I've watched recently, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's the story going into it. It's NXT trying to prove they're no longer a developmental brand or a developmental territory, or whatever. They are a brand, and they're gonna show that they're a brand by kicking the quote unquote main roster's ass. I can see that, and I agree. I just don't think. Vince McMahon would put his pride to one side to let someone else's quote-unquote company beat his guys. True. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I see that. I, I see I'll, that. Say, <laughs> I, I'll say, I'll say, okay. Um, it's kind of like Vince versus Triple H. It is. We, it is. And yeah. at the end of the day, Vince is going to be sat on the headset while Vince McMahon is, while Triple H is at ringside in one capacity or the other. Yeah. So... Alrighty, uh, while we're on the Survivor Series, let's talk about the women's one. Um, I think, I'll say real quick, I'm Team, gonna... N- team NXT has Candice LeRae. Like I said, any team that has Candice, that team's going to win. Um, regardless if she's still on the team by the end of the match or not, <laughs> they're going to win. DJ? Uh, I, think, I think NXT... For the simple reason, I I think the other two teams suck. They don't really have anybody besides Charlotte and Sasha, Sasha Banks that really makes sense for the match well, in general. Can can I say this real quick? I've said from the jump, I believe Dana Brooke would be a lot better if they would have gave her more time in NXT. They didn't do that, and then when they brought her up, they didn't use her. Well, let's let's do a comparison, shall we? You got. You got Charlotte, Oscar, Kyrie Sane, Natalia, and Sarah Nogan. Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans on SmackDown. And then next you got Rhea Ripley, Tegan Knox, Mia Yim, Tony Storm, and Candice LeRae. You no, know, they don't have uh, that, Tegan that, that, or Mia anymore. They have Bianca Belair and Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, so that's, that's going to be two heels. Two heels and, and three, three faces. And three faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the brand supremacy thing doesn't mean anything when it comes to that, but still, NXT seemed to be focused a little bit on continuity. It seems like... But you've got, you've got Charlotte... I would say Charlotte, Sasha, and Rhea are probably equals in a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar, Tony Storm, and... and 
Lacey Evans would be equals in a way. You know, Kyrie Sane, uh, Carmella, Leo Shirai, and Io Shirai, and then um, you know. The, so, so I what think really throws of, it off is the Nikki they, Cross and yeah. Sarah Logan. Yeah. I think Nikki Cross is the best one on Team SmackDown. Oh, I love Nikki Cross. I think Nikki Cross is the best one on Team SmackDown. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think um, Kyrie Sane is the best one on Team Raw. So you guys going NXT? Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going SmackDown again. I just and I think it's gonna be a SmackDown. Clean, clean look, screen. man. Like I said at the end of the day, <laughs> NXT's got Candice. Any team with Candice, they're gonna win. Right. Okay, he's taking SmackDown the whole way. You got to pick Raw, bro, because I'm not giving up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, NXT Men's Championship. Pete Dunn, as we found out last night, versus um, Adam Cole. Now, I have a theory. I'm going to let go DJ go DJ. first. He has a theory. To it us. depends on what goes on first. If the Undisputed Era, tag, if the tag team mm-hmm. cluster goes on first, then I feel like the Undisputed Era is too beat up to come out and help Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. If Adam Cole and Pete Dunn go on before the tag team match, yeah. then Adam Cole wins. Do you think they want to upset the prophecy going out of the year? Yeah. You think they I, I think they should. I don't think they will because of it being Survivor Series and it's the first time yeah. the NXT brand is being thrown in. So I don't feel like they want to change that belt yet. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they are. So you got Pete Dunn. Who you got? I have... Adam Cole, um, based on only because the other members of the Undisputed Era are not defending their titles. Yeah. And right now they're kind of rolling with the Undisputed Era, has all the gold thing. So what will it look like Wednesday when everyone shows up with their belts but Adam Cole? I don't I don't think that really makes I mean, it could be an interesting story to tell. I, think it's time. I don't think it makes sense for this moment. I think no. if you I think if you wanted to kind of yeah, have Adam win and then uh, go on with Tommaso or even throw him in like a rematch with Pete Dunne on NXT. Yeah. I think that makes more sense than tonight. And you got to think for a pure logistical thing. Adam Cole's been on Raw. He's been on NXT. He's been on SmackDown. Victorious. Then, then he was on War Games last night. Then he's on tonight. The guy needs a week off. So if he drops his title, he has to show up Wednesday to... To be on the show. If he doesn't, then he gets... gets They can give him the belt back. I just feel like they've done a lot with Pete Dunne, the longest reigning UK champion. Uh Uh-huh. But Pete Dunne can take the loss and be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. That's the thing. He's not main event yet anyway, and there's too many other people in the main event status right now. Yeah. And the upper card. As we mentioned, Finn, Champa, you know, for Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn to be circling up there is, I think it's just a stopgap match. And yeah. you mentioned it, where's this going to go? Do you think this is going to go pre-show or do you think it's going to be on main show? Main. I, I think to do it right, it should be on the main show. Oh, but the pre-show absolutely. match, I feel, is going to be Garza and Rush mm-hmm. for, for the, the Cruiserweight title. For the NXT Cruiserweight title. Oh, we got another match. I did not know that. No, it's not I'm saying confirmed, I think, but they, uh, they always have a pre-show match. Yeah, they got to do a cruiserweight. They, they 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 always have a pre-show match. That's a two-hour pre-show. I'm thinking that's what it, it's going to be. Leo Rush so you beat could, up uh, yeah. what's his name? Angel Garza. Angel Garza. Yeah. yeah. Form, After form, the match, formerly Hector Garza. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you could um, 
I think it's going to go on first. I think it's going to be the pre-show match. Again, mm. taking all... Vince doesn't want his thunder taken. I think it could go on first on the main card. I think I, it should pull the curtain. But I, I, think it's, I, I think it'll go on first on the main card. I don't think... Okay. It, I just... I don't... I mean, I understand everything you're saying about Vince mm-hmm. and everything, but at the same time, this is the first time you're using this brand for this show. Yeah. That is its championship. It deserves to be on your main card in some capacity. It, Even you, if you don't if main you, event with it. It, right. it well, deserves to be not, on the pay-per-view not, I, I, and not the I YouTube agree. special. I completely agree. Yeah, it, I just... If I, you, if you think it, if I you, think it's gonna be a pre-show. If you re- but if you relegate it to the pre-show, then people who maybe let's be honest, because there are some people who maybe aren't familiar with NXT are gonna be like, well, if it's on the pre-show, what even matters? But then again, but then again, with NXT, it's you're already giving your weekly show away for free. Might as well yeah. give the title and match the away point, for free. What's the point of pre-show to get the crowd into it, right? And you know that those two are going to get the crowd into it. And you know nobody's going to care about the yes. Cruiserweight title. It's yeah. go- yes, it's going to be a solid match. But, but at the same time, like I said, it's just the stigma of pre-show. Mm-hmm. And for that championship, uh, that's a main title. And I just, I don't see, you're right, it could happen. I just, yeah. even if it did, I wouldn't, as oh, a fan, I, I agree absolutely with it. don't want it to. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So who's going to book it? Triple H or is Vince going to be in control? Is Vince oh, the no. NXT? No, Shawn Michaels. You think Shawn Michaels will be yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah. From Gorilla, because that's another fear: is if Vince McMahon gets his hand on this and wants to make the match <coughs> match his product, I you got to have a representative yeah. that's not Vince McMahon yeah. for each show to make oh, make oh, these sure. matches go great. Yeah, I agree. Sure, I but, agree with DJ. I think like I, you have, let's say you'll have Shawn Michaels doing. NXT. And then you have Paul Heyman yeah. and, and Bruce, Bruce Prichard smack now. Well, well, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll know within five minutes who's, who's running the match from, oh, yeah. from backstage. We'll yeah. just be able to tell. Uh, okay, so next we're going to talk about, we already touched on it, the triple, t- the triple threat tag team match. You got the New Day, Viking Raiders, or War Machine, and Undisputed Era. I believe this is SmackDown's point. I got the New Day. New Day. I got New Day. I got Viking experience. You got Viking experience. Experience, Raiders, Viking War machine, stuff. War machine, yeah. Raiders. Yep. Yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> All, that All stuff. of it. Yeah. Um, I I think Undisputed are going to take the pin here. And and the thing is, is, you can always say that they did have a match, yes, a show yesterday. Yes. And every single person who's going on tonight went through hell. And pretty went much. through tables. And it's an excuse. They yeah, got they got a built-in excuse to eat and, the pins. And work off that, yeah. Yeah. But... New Day Viking Raiders Undisputed is not going to be a five-minute match. It's going to be a 20-minute match. Is what Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, not right, not um, Bobby Fish, Red Dragon, Kyler. Red Dragon, yeah. yeah, what they they went through last night. Will they be able to work a 20-minute match, even with tagging in and out? Yeah. Yeah. You think they will? Yeah. And and to the quality that we come to expect from those two. Yeah. Well, we've seen them in New Japan. Yeah. And they have hour-long matches there. That's true. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll that's, be fine. That's one of my questions, mainly for the, all the NXT guys. Is the, how beat up with? I know they're probably on ice baths all day last night and today, but that's a big difference between WWE developmental now and yeah. what it used to be. It used to be all these big guys coming from 
different sports, mm-hmm. football, whatever, and yeah. they're not used to being in that competition. Well, NXT is all now, but now a bunch of indie now, guys. Now you're getting all this. these indie guys who are working 30, 45, 60-minute freaking yeah. what they would say back in the day, Broadway matches. You're getting all these guys with this right. solid Three solid cardio. You know, so yeah, that, that'll be fine. So next we've got the the mid card. I'm gonna call it the mid card belt triple threat match, mm-hmm. which is AJ Styles, United States Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura, your Intercontinental Champion, and that is a beautiful belt, by the way. I was gonna it say, would look love better it. White. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I have a reference picture. Yeah, it would look a lot better white. But I have a theory about it. I'll get into it in a minute. And also, I don't want to forget Roderick Strong of Uni- of Undisputed Era. Yeah. Three heels. Going into a triple threat match. I think that could be fantastic. It could be, but someone has to work face. Um, it's going to be Roddy. It's got to be Roddy working face. It's going to be Roddy. Yeah. Um, I am going to say real quick. But they all I, have guys to back them up. Yeah, they do. So if, they, if any of them feels like it's about to go south, they have the undisputed era to help Roddy. You got Sammy Zayn. Yeah. To help Nakamura. And the and OC. Daniel Bryan, for, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. Daniel Bryan. Um, you... I'm going to say real quick, just like I did with the last one, I believe this is where Raw gets their point, their one point. Yeah. Just like SmackDown, that's one point in my book. So you got AJ? I got AJ. Who you got? I got Nakamura. I got Nakamura. I got Nak. They just gave him a new belt, man. Yeah, they got to do something with it. They just gave him the new belt. They got to give him some time to hold it up. I'm not going to play you. That new belt is gorgeous. I I really I like it. it. I, I, I think... That belt has been released, timing-wise, right after AEW said we're releasing a new belt. And you, that belt does look very much like one of the AEW-type belts they've released in the past. So if AEW come out with a new belt and it looks anything remotely like this new belt, WWE got the jump on AEW oh, yeah. suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it looks too much like you... Took the UK belts and smacked them yeah. with the twenty four seven title, <laughs> the twenty four seven, yeah, right. And that's <laughs> what happened when you did that. Exactly. Okay. True. And then we got the last of the the triple threats. All the triple women's. threats. Women's triple threat. You have Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Oh, and don't forget Bailey. That's <laughs> why <laughs> you did that. Because everybody does. Every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bailey's become an afterthought in this match. They haven't. Uh, they haven't. They tried to to um, steer the ship back on course last week, but have they done enough to make Bailey uh, a threat in this match? No. Or is that the point? Because she's a sneaky dick. Well, here's the thing. Here's the it's thing. It's a triple threat, so it's and I, no DQ. I so was. Yeah. That's I, Bailey's upper hand. I was bringing this point up to him. And I will say that Rhea Ripley pin of Charlotte on Saturday night on SmackDown. Oh, was dude, it was it was it was it's so clever. <laughs> but I will say, and I was bringing this point up to him and a friend of mine last night. He kind of just alluded to it. The thing with the triple threats is it's no DQ, and that's where Bailey is going to gain her advantage. Yeah, she's just going to start hitting him with stuff. Yeah, yeah, and but not not like moves, sneak, but like she'll, but sneak, but she'll but, sneak a pin. But uh. But she could. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you right now. The most devastating move in professional Shana. wrestling. The surprise roll-up. Right. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now. I believe Shayna wins this match. You think so? I believe Shayna wins this match. Bro, the, this woman is a straight-up badass. I feel like badass. Shayna like that, wins. That's it. And then 
Within the next few weeks, she loses her belt to Rhea and then comes to the main roster. But where does she go? See, here's what I think. Who does she pin? If Bailey wins... Bailey's taking okay. a pin. So, uh, so if if Bailey, I think Bailey's gonna win. I think she's gonna sneak be be a sneaky dick heel, okay, and a chicken shit sneaky dick heel, and sneak a pin on someone, right? Because that's what they tend to do with their booking. But um, that means that neither Shayna nor Becky won the match, and they didn't pin either of them, which gives them fuel to go after each other. Each other, Shayna drops to Rhea whenever. And then wins the Royal Rumble, taking on Becky at SummerSlam. Or Mania. Or Mania, even. Yeah. But see, I don't think, I don't think Shayna... Now, that could happen anyway. I think, if, I think if Shayna was to move to the main roster, yeah. it would be to SmackDown. But, because, because right now, bro, you just read off the SmackDown women's team. And even yeah. though you're rooting for it, power Smackdown is what that women's have. roster needs. Yeah. And they don't do have, have like that. Have they Kenny don't have Kenny now who's free. <laughs> uh, well, can, dude, I biasly believe if we're going to sidetrack to this, I biasly oh, believe she'll go to that she'll go to AEW yeah. because of her connection with BJ Whitmer. And, and they, need, they need a strong women's division because they don't have one yet. I believe they have a good women's division. <laughs> I, bl- it, right? I, I, believe adding, I believe adding Kelly Klein would help. Yes. Alrighty, so... Less the last two till last, because I'm a firm believer that you leave the top belt till the end. Okay. We'll start with um, the universal belt, the the blue belt now. Doesn't look so much like a Twizzler, but more Fisher Price. Um, uh, Jolly Rancher. Jolly uh, Rancher, yeah, it's a blue Jolly Rancher. I'll I'll say mine out the way because I honestly have nothing more to say to it. it Bray um, Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, without question. Now I yeah. do I do like the fact that there's <coughs> true. But instead of the red lights, since the belt's blue now, will it be blue lights? No, no, I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope but not. My point is, what's cool is on SmackDown now is blue lights. They do blue lights. So. What What's cool is. What's cool is they do have history there. There's yeah. history there, and there's a story to be told in this match, which is what's going to make it a good match. But you got to keep now, the, the Fiend thing. It's one of your hottest things. You got to keep it going. Bray Wyatt wins. Should he even have the title? At this moment in time, should he even have the he title? He shouldn't have the belt, but they backed himself into the corner, putting and, him and, against Rollins. He had think, to win. I think we'll all agree Bray Wyatt's going to win. But if he beats Brian, who Daniel Bryan, even after coming back from that horrific injury, is putting in some of the best work, I would argue that he's one of the best wrestlers on the planet at this moment in time. Oh yeah, that's always been arguable. Including Okada in that conversation. Yeah, no. Because of, you look what he did with Kofi, he elevated Kofi, he's elevated Buddy Murphy, everyone looks a star in that ring with him. But that's the thing is, Brian's always been so Okada does the same thing, Okada does the same thing with numerous people, like... Like, everybody gives credit to Omega in those mm-hmm. matches. Nobody really gives Okada in the matches. Yeah. If it wasn't for Okada, Omega wouldn't have looked like anything in them. But it's it's just one of those things where Brian, before the injury and after, it seems like, Brian's always been in that type of combo oh, yeah. as one of the top best guys in the world. So, yeah, total total credit there. And this is going to be what I... I think this will be probably the best match that the Fiend character has. So, how how do you... I think we all agreed why it's going to win. I had to talk myself off the ledge a little bit. Like, maybe because the belt shouldn't matter, maybe the Fiend will let Brian win and then stand tall at the end. 
But I talk myself off the ledge on that one. But if you've got someone who they've perceived as being invincible, the guy took like 55,000 curve stops. We just had it on <laughs> yeah. during, um, during Crown Jewel. Went through tables, went through an exploding sound booth and st- yeah. still looked like someone who just... And still won the match. And still, yeah, someone who went on a, a, a Sunday morning stroll without any sweat. By yeah. booking someone to be so invincible, they've never done this. Even with they're in trouble. Even with superpower Undertaker, they're in trouble. How do you take the belt off somebody? Who's they're in invincible? trouble. You don't. They're in trouble. Yeah, they're in trouble with this. And I've said this with him from the get go. They're in trouble with this. Yeah, you him can't, having the belt, you can't let him lose the only, because of the character. But he's gonna have to drop that belt. The only way they could do it and, is a is a countout match. No, no, or that, or make it's, it a multi-man. He's going to yeah. lose it at Elimination Chamber. No. Yeah, no. I can see that. But would you want him to? Would you want him to hold it to Mania and lose in a count-out match? Here, here's what I'm going to say. That's a good point. Yeah. Makes him look strong. Here's what I'm going to say. Here comes Superman. Roman? Roman. I've I've actually heard that Roman's going to be the one, of course, to take here, it off. But him. here comes, I feel like, here, Roman. Here comes listen, Superman. Yep. This is how I feel about it. If you're going to give it to Roman, make it believable. Give it to us at Chamber. Not at the Royal Rumble. Not at Mania. Mm-hmm. Not at none of that. When We don't want to see Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns in a one-on-one match because we all know what that's going to turn into. Yeah. Get make Add the extra aspects. Put Baron Corbin, Roman Reigns. Screw it. Put Braun Strowman in there. But and the- you have a team. The, problem, the, the, the feed was always going to be a downward spiral anyway. What do you do? Do you have him go for the title immediately? Or do you have him destroy everybody on the roster See, so there's no one who can I, challenge I, I looked at it more... When The Fiend was first introduced, I looked at it more that way. Just have him run through people yeah. and have fun with that for a while. But but, but, then, uh, you, but then you diminish the entire card under, under The Fiend. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, and again, it goes back to how do you take the belt off The Fiend? But really, it's like... Really, it's like... I don't know. They they booked themselves into in, a corner into yeah. a corner with that, and it it's either going to a ruin the credibility of whatever credibility the championship has, or b it's going to ruin the credibility of the character and the fiend itself. Well, the universe perhaps have no credibility in my mind anyway. It's That's been, why well, it's been a joke ever since um, Balor dropped. Well, it, I mean, so. you feel that way, I feel that way, he feels that way, but we never know who's listening who may feel different. So I'm saying <laughs> yeah. that's why it'll ruin whatever credibility that belt has. Or it's going to ruin the character. Yeah. Either way, something getting messed up, bro. And I don't know. At the end of the day, the big gold belt back, right? The, the please. Yeah, the big gold belt. The WCW belt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love for that to show up in AEW. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> of how do you take something off someone? Brock Lesnar. This is exactly how. Versus Rey Mysterio. You have you put a stipulation on it. This is exactly how. Yeah. This is exactly how, dude. I am very passionate in what I'm about to say. I'm very passionate in okay. this pick. I've picked Rey Mysterio. I've got Rey. Because it's no holes barred. No you're, holes you're barred. Go, you're not going to put a stipulation on a Lesnar match no. for him to run through guys like he normally does. The last time I remember that happening is Ambrose at WrestleMania. And let's be honest, within the last couple months, maybe a year or so, we all know the true story on that. Yeah, last we'll, we'll causes them to win, build to the WrestleMania match. And Dominic does too. Dominic yeah, I believe. Too. I believe Dominic and Kane Velasquez. I believe you cost give, him the match. I believe yeah. you give Ray a short run 
and then you shoot give them Ray the could million dollar man that thing to Cain Velasquez. Yeah. I don't see Ray. Well, doing you've got, screw it. Well, here's the thing. Ray is in twilight of his career. He doesn't have many years left, maybe even a couple of months. I mean, they've been alluding to it for the last couple of weeks, couple of months, right? Yeah, but they've been alluding to a retirement, but at the end of the day, would it be a true retirement? Well, you know with wrestling, it never is. Yeah, um, <laughs> true. But, never say never. But with the work Ray's done, if this is if this is the end of Rey Mysterio in a WWE main event status, shall we say, putting the belt on Rey is the golden clock for him. Yes. To give him the golden it's... clock... Brock Lesnar always hibernates this time of year anyway and comes out at Rumble. We all know this. Yeah. Right? He always hibernates this time of year. Yeah. So get him off TV, get Ray the belt, let Ray do some work with the belt for a couple of months, put some prestige on that belt at and, last, and, and, give and, him a golden watch, it's, it's, and have him drop at Rumble or something. It, like it's the WWE title too. It's not like we're yeah. talking a universal title one. Yeah. We're talking of a WWE championship. Or, let, or as it's the WWE championship... That will be the Elimination Chamber match. That's always a WWE. And then you can have him and Kane Velasquez in the match. And you have Kane win the belt in the match to set up a Mania match with Lesnar. Yeah. And not have him and Ray turn on each other. Yeah, you don't even got to have him and Ray turn yeah. on him. But I'm with you. Another reason why I picked Ray in this match. Now, it's not only the stipulation none of that. Mm-hmm. I just believe at the end of the day, there are some people in this business who you just got to yeah. do right by. And Ray is definitely one of those guys. And they've been telling a redemption story with Ray even before the Lesnar thing for four months anyway. Yeah. So this is the end of this chapter. Yes. So I got I got Ray on this one. I do too. What you got Ray? Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so that is our some uh, I keep calling it SummerSlam Survivor Series picks. Uh, yes. We will be back very shortly with a few beers down our necks to discuss the outcome. Oh, yeah. Um, That's going to be the fun part. (laughs) Stay tuned for that. (laughs) Tune in for that. Uh, In the meantime, check us out on Twitter at The Mark. Check us out on Instagram at The Mark. And go to Patreon to The Mark for a couple of bucks in that tip jar so I can pay for all this wonderful food and beer that we are going to drink tonight. (laughs) Do you mind if I shout out our stuff? Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. So DJ and Zach also have a podcast. And DJ and Zach is going to give a little... uh, Little plug for that. Yeah, um, we host a podcast. It's called the One Two Three Wrestling Podcast. It isn't really as regular as maybe yours at the moment, but it's there and we enjoy Mine's doing it. So yours ain't regular. Well, <laughs> my point is, it's there and we enjoy doing it. In anyway, you can give me a follow on Twitter. That's all I got at Zach M Wrestling. DJ. You can like the One Two Three Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. He knows all that stuff. We got. It's at one two three wrestling pod on Twitter, at DJ one two three wrestling for me, and I pretty much think yeah, that's, that's it. about it. Yeah, that's it. Alrighty, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for marking out with us, and remember, no matter what you're into, it's always good to mark out for something. You have a good night.